the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, thank you for spending your Saturday with us. We've got another hour of car fun and frivolity, and you're welcome to join us at 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And that's... My buddy Blake was all state with dreams of the NFL. Jenny McLean had big brains. She got a scholarship to Yale. And there was Herschel, but it took commercials. And he was going to be a movie star. But all I wanted was a car. my neighbor's grass and I rake leaves in the fall my parents they were stunned how this former lazy bum suddenly was working so hard but all I wanted was a car all I wanted was a car yeah when I was 16 my dreams
tan, pretty little perfect mess With a story that could only be anybody's guess And I was thinking that I probably didn't stand the chance But I rolled up my sleeves, walked up and I said Yeah, no, I don't know you, but I kind of like a shot And I saw you coming over, I already thought it over and okay So now what? And I said, well I got a car, she said there's something At least it's a star, I said it's better than nothing Welcome back, everybody. Nine minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Uh, I'm sorry for that big gap. Um, what I wanted to say to you and what I did say to you, but I didn't know that uh, I had been tossed off the air, but it's not their fault. It's mine. Um, is, is that I, I want you to know how important it is for your shop not to guess with your money. Um, I would like to be able to say to my customers, well, you needed that anyway. I'd like to say you need upper control arm bushings. And then when that doesn't fix your problem, I'd like to be able to say, well, you needed that anyway. Then I'd do the shock absorbers, and then I'd do the lower ball joints, and then I'd align your car, and then I'd replace your tires. And during that entire process, I would I would love it if you would allow me to guess with your money, on t- because I would make twice as much money as I do now. I would make three times as much money as I do now. What's important is is, is you hold their feet to the fire. You look in their eyes, and you say to them, if this is a guess, I need to know whose money we're guessing with, yours or mine. But if you're fixing, I want to hear it, that you're fixing my car. Because I don't want to hear, well, it's not that, so let's do this. Hope oh, it's not that, and let's do this. Our industry's better. You don't let your doctors do that. You don't let dentists do that. You don't let plumbers do that. You don't let electricians do that. You make them all diagnose the problem and then give you an estimate for the repair, both parts and labor. But in the auto repair industry, for some reason, you're too shy, or for whatever reason, you don't hold those shops' feet to the fire. And I suggest you should. Uh, let me tell you real quick about quality transmission. Quality transmissions in Tempe, they don't have, they have different grades. They don't have different grades of repair. You're always going to get their best effort. They're not the most expensive. They're not the cheapest, but they do quality work. I've known Bob Jones for many, many years. He's been serving the East Valley since 1977. He's a good guy. You can trust him to give you the straight scoop. So if you need somebody to drive your car and talk to you, then stop by Quality Transmission on McClintock, north of University in Tempe. Fred, good morning. Thank you very much for holding. How can I help you today? Yes, sir. This is a follow-up call, Mark. Uh, I called you last week about the spark plug interval on a 2012 Dodge Ram Emmy. Yes, sir. Do you remember that? And yes, I sir, looked I it up. I looked it up in uh, the uh, owner's manual, and sure enough, it's 32,000 miles. That's what it says, 32, 64, 96. Okay. For the, for the here's five, what I found months. out. Okay, here's what I found out. I want you – you don't have the manual in front of you, do you? Well, I can get it. Well, um. I was inundated with calls after the show last week about this issue. Thank you for calling, by the way, Fred. Thank you. And everybody said, Mark, the owner's manual does, in fact, say 30,000, but the last page is a supplement page. And what they did was is they printed the wrong information there. So in the very back of the owner's manual, there should be a page that's been tucked in the back of the owner's manual that says no to the 30,000. 
do not use the 30,000. And everybody suggested that it was 100,000. And so I looked at two or three owner's manual, and I had people send me pictures of their owner's manual and pictures of this page, and they're telling the truth. The manual's wrong, and during the process of the car being sold new, and during the process of the car going in and out, there is some kind of directive that says, take this paper and put it in these year-making models of vehicles and put it in the owner's manual. Now, it would have been better that they put that piece of paper right next to the spark plug stuff. But all my customers and all my friends, the friends that have Dodge trucks, said, no, it's in the very back of the owner's manual. So I would like to see if yours is there. I'd like you to verify that. So if you wanted to, you could call me back. I'll have time for you today. But if you okay. take a look at the back of the manual, see if there's some page that's a little bigger than the rest that sticks out from the rest, and tell me what that interval says. But everybody agrees that 30 is not the number. Everybody, well, not everybody, but many of the people had that page in their owner's manual. So thank you for calling, Fred. But if you'd look and call me back, I would be real appreciative. Thank you. All righty, let's see where we're going to go from here. Charles. Charles, thank you for calling. How can I help you today? Mark, no problem. Can you smell the garlic chicken cooking? Um, I, you know, I, I can, and, and I'll smell it better if you just invite me over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I told you, guy, I'm doing 40 cloves of garlic chicken, and I do it once in a while, and it just smells way too good in the crock pot. I had to share it with you. Oh. Hey, um, I called a couple weeks ago um, regarding... 97 Ford Crown Vic, uh, it was, um, and I don't want to say intermittent, random starting. You gave me a few suggestions, and the, uh, the the final one was to say put it on some type of, uh, um, correct me if I'm wrong, I know you will, fuel regulator or fuel pressure gauge to check it to see uh-huh. why it's not yes. getting the fuel as, as we kind of determined, and I've been determining the intermittent problem. I did every step that you said, and I've been doing it, which is not just only turning the key, three times and talking to Victoria. Sometimes I call her Vicky. And then I, it doesn't start. And then I go underneath the hood and I have to spray your starter, you know, spray the starter fluid. And within two or three cranks, she starts right up. So it's getting a little worse. So I'm thinking I should just take this to a shop. I can give you an idea where I live. And if you can help me out, I listen to your show. I'd be ever so welcome. I appreciate that. I think, um, no problem. What part of town you live in? I live at the corner of Scottsdale Road and Shea. Okay. I would go up to Air Park Auto, which is on okay. Hayden and Raintree. I, know I might area. call Air Park Auto and say to them, I was talking to Mark Salem, and I'm wondering if it would be possible if we could put a fuel pressure gauge on my Crown Vic for 24 hours and let me go drive it. Okay. And I, I would hope, and I would hope that, I mean, I'm happy to rent it from you, but I would hope that would help you diagnose my car. Okay. And I feel pretty certain that that would be one of the processes, especially if the process, if the problem can't be duplicated in the shop, then you have to get the customer involved. You have to You're arm right. them with information and get the tools they need. So it's not uncommon for us to put a fuel pressure gauge and tape it to the outside of the windshield and ask you to just to not park it in Walmart where or somewhere else where they might steal a gauge. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. So, yeah. and so that's what that's what I would do. But Air Park Auto uh, and and. And, and they're a good shop. They've been on my list for a very long time. And the best part about Air Park Auto is the lady who runs it, she runs it. She doesn't yeah. answer to any man. Her husband, uh, Stacy, died years ago. He was a friend okay. of mine. Both Nadine and Stacy were friends of mine. But um, 
she's she has that intuition that a mother has and a lady has and the guys are not going to tell her something that isn't true so you're protected okay. very well at Air Park Auto okay great all right thank, thank you, you very much Charles you betcha. All righty. And when we come back, hopefully Fred will call back and tell us what's going on with his owner's manual. But if not, we'll move on to other callers. You'd like to join us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Attention. This is an investor notice. Are you interested in making some extra cash buying real estate tax liens? Then listen to this. The Government Tax Lien Network is offering a free tax lien kit which contains two DVDs and a step-by-step report that will show you how to earn guaranteed returns between 15 and 35% yearly, which is completely secured by the government. They'll even show you how to do this inside your own retirement accounts. So if you're looking to become a real estate investor without risk, then call 1-800-613-6711 now to get your free tax lien kit. Then get ready to buy tax liens for pennies on the dollar and buy houses for as low as $500 all from your home. With little or no money, working only 5 to 10 hours per week. Call 800-613-6711 right now to get your free tax link kit, plus two free tickets to a live training event, which includes a free meal coming to the Phoenix area. Call 800-613-6711. That's 800-613-6711. Individual results may vary. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot. Uh, hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I don't want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. How do we get a diagnosis? What are the stages of the disease? When someone in your life has Alzheimer's, Not a day goes by that you don't have questions. Do we need full-time care? Are there any new treatments? So many questions. Where do you start? How will I pay for this? Where can I get extra help? Alzheimer's.gov, a reliable resource for information about Alzheimer's and related dementias. What happens next? Where can I find answers? The answers start here. 
Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Every Saturday between 10 and noon, we're here on 960 The Patriot talking about car repair, car problems, symptoms, what the symptoms are typically caused by, what you should do and what you should not do. Those are some of the things that we talk about here, and you're welcome to join us. The lines are wide open at 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And you're welcome to join us anytime you want. And uh, we'll just start off with kind of give me your make and model of the car and tell me what the symptoms sound like or look like, and I think I can help you. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. In Mesa, I only have one shop I feel comfortable to send you to, and that's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. He's been around since 1970. He provides expert auto and light truck repair and maintenance services. They're ASC certified technicians. They know what they're doing. They're not going to guess with your money. Thompson's Auto is located on Main Street just east of Stapley, kind of centrally located, and you only have to meet the owners, Brian and Thelma, to know that they know what they're doing and that they're going to treat you right. So that's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Main Street, just east of Stapley, on the south side of the road. Thompson's Auto Repair, good place. Randy, good morning to you. How is it I can help you today? Good morning. I was just curious if you could explain the pros and cons of buying used tires versus new tires. Um, uh, that. I am deeply involved in the in the issues with respect to tires um, right. as an automotive expert. And um, do you know how to read the DOT code on a tire? Yes. Okay. So you know that right now our industry is saying somewhere between 8 and 10 years on a passenger car, they, they, they want people to understand that those tires need to be taken off the road. Yes. Um, a tire with good tread on it, and, and with, a, with a DOT code that might be two or three years old, the question then becomes, why? Why has that tire been taken out of service? Does it have a slow leak? Has it got a belt problem? Has it got a balance problem? Has it got too much road force? We now have the spin balancers of the 70s are, the, the comparison between then and now can't even be compared in the computer world. The spin balancers that we used in the 70s would be, what's that mathematical machine, Abacus? Yeah. That would be that. And then, of course, the spin balancer of today's are these big high-performance computers we have. A road force balancer takes the tire and the wheel and counterbalances the heavy spots of both of them. So you don't want the heavy spot of the tire adjacent to the heavy spot of the wheel. You want them 180 degrees difference. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about moving a tire a quarter of an inch one way or the other, to make that happen. So I'm a little leery about used tires. Let me tell you my personal opinion. I don't sell used tires, and if I take a tire off that's defective and I don't want it to have it see the road again, then I drill a one-inch hole in the sidewall of it to make right. certain it's not going to see the road again. So I suppose if I had a ranch truck and I needed some 235, 75, 16s, and I found a good set of those, that still had half the tread on them, and the DOT showed they was three, four, five years old, and this truck was on dirt roads its whole life, and it went into town every once in a while when my wife wanted to get a six-pack of beer for herself, then I'd probably buy those tires. But if my kids were going to go to Disneyland in those tires, and we were from St. Louis, and we were either going to Disneyland in Florida or Disneyland on the West Coast, I probably wouldn't send my family on used tires. 
What about just local sense? driving? Well, you know, local driving is fine. A uh, work truck is fine. I know lots of people in the construction business buy used tires, but they usually buy them from guys that buy my tires. You see, there's lots of guys out there that come around, and we have a deal with them, and they'll pick up all the bad tires as long as there's some good tires. In their word, it's good tires. So okay. that happens every day of my life, and that happens everywhere around town. I don't think you're ever going to find a – I can't speak for discount tire, but I do know their tire policies. I don't think you're ever going to get a, a used tire at a discount, and I don't blame them. The risk is far bigger than any reward, and you're not going to get a used tire out of my shop. And I'm pretty sure there's some Goodyear stores here that won't sell Goodyear – or won't sell used tires as well. So um, – I suppose it's just going to make, if you know how to read the DOT code, that's you're already at second base. So okay. if the DOT code is a, you know, a 2012, 2013 tire, and it's got good tread, and it's half as much as your cost of a new one, then that might be something you, you would take. I'm not going to tell was, you not to. Yeah, that was the biggest question is what, um, you know, is it worthwhile or not? It, it has to do with economics and safety, and the economics are you, you can't spend $75 for a used tire when you can buy the same tire new for $95. That, that, that doesn't make sense. Right. Um, and, and, and you don't know anything about that tire. You don't know how many curbs it's kissed. You don't know how many potholes it's hit. You don't know how many times it's been spun by the 16-year-old kid driving his mother's hot rod. There's a lot you don't know about that tire. Um, okay. And so that's that's and and you know if I would want to be there here's your your third and final checkpoint I'd want to be there when they mounted it up and I'd want to see how much weight they put on it because if okay. they put four and a half ounces on each side of that wheel I'd yank that tire right back off and say thank you but no okay so All right. that that would be that'd be something I'd be concerned about okay okay appreciate it thank you much. You're welcome, Randy. Thank you very much. That's a good call. That's a good question. I don't think I've had that question in years and years and years. Um, hopefully, I didn't sit on the middle of the fence. Hopefully, I drew parameters about what I think about used tires. But I am very cautious because um, folks uh, are suing repair shops for um, expired tires. And the other day, we had a 70 Chevelle in, in my shop. Now, we weren't doing any tire work. And we have a procedure about when to gather that information. And and actually, we didn't gather the information. On the way home, the left rear tire blew, and we found out that left rear tire was 18 years old. So obviously, there was three or $4,000 worth of work that needed to be done to the car. And we needed to put two new tires on the back that matched the front that were brand new tires. So it happens to all of us. And through the grace of God, no one was injured. And the customer decided not to sue us. But, of course, there's law firms here in town that would be happy to take that case and wrap their uh, their client in gauze <laughs> and put ketchup on their head and <laughs> parade them in front of the media and say, Salem uh, missed a 18-year-old tire on my client's car, and now they're permanently scarred for the rest of their life. So I say that in jest. I hope you take it that way. So um, there, there is a, a big risk for a shop owner, and we've chosen not to, to not to accept the risk. I'll tell you one last thing. That's um, I'm not going to tell you who it is, but I'm going to tell you I know this to be the truth. There is a large change store here in town, 
and they were told by their legal counsel that if we stop doing this stuff for free, then you, you can pay all your legal costs for a year. So if you just stop doing this for free, all your legal costs will be paid. And the owner of the company said no. And that kind of a guy is my kind of guy. That kind of a guy is the kind of businessman I want to emulate. That's the kind of guy I hope I grow up to be. My wife would say that's a slim possibility, and my friends would say that's that's never going to happen, but someday I may grow up to be that kind of guy. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And, uh, Gil, when we get done, we're going to do our test shutdown and come back on, and, uh, and so I'll do that right when I hand it back over to you in about 12 seconds. So, again, the phone number is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. My name's Mark Salem. It's 29 minutes after 11. We'll be back right after this. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair. The problem won't go away. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. America is facing a $14 trillion retirement crisis. Social Security is depleting. The stock market's unpredictable. And experts say you need at least $1 million to retire on, even more as people live longer. Concerned about your retirement savings? You should be. This is your chance to get on the right path. Jeff and Matt at Century Financial Consultants, leading experts in asset protection, invite you to a free workshop Tuesday, September 13th or Thursday, September 15th at the Hampton Inn Suites in Goodyear. Call today to reserve your seat, 844-308-2871. If you are 65 or older, don't miss this free international workshop. Learn how to protect your hard-earned assets, how to reduce income taxes on your Social Security benefits, and how to create an income stream that you nor your family will outlive. Come join us for this important information. Call today, 844-308-2871. 
That's 844-308-2871 or visit centuryfinancialconsultants.com. Do it today. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor, give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. And let me tell you real quick about IMM Auto Service. Why is IMM Auto Service important to Mark Salem? It's because he does both domestic and import cars. But he specializes. He specializes in Volvo, Saabs, Fiats, and Alfa Romeos. When you run across somebody who's going to specialize and hang their hat on a certain line of cars, they better have the right equipment, they better have the certified technicians, they better have the training, and they better have access to the correct parts. And IMM Auto Service is every one of those items I just mentioned. But if you have a Toyota or a Nissan or a Chevy or a Ford, they do all that. But if you have a Volvo, Saab, Fiat, or Alfa Romero, you better have a relationship with them because they are very good at what they do, and they've helped guys like me that have been stumped by cars. Not too long ago, we called them about a car, and they said, hey, do this, this, and this, and that'll fix your problem, and by God, it fixed the problem. So they know what they're talking about, and I'm, not sh- I'm quite sure that they're not going to fix your car over the phone, but... IMM Auto Service is south of the 202, west of the 101, in the northeast section of Tempe. IMM Auto Service. David, good morning. Thank you very much for calling. How is it I can help you? Hi, Mark. Uh, yeah, I've got a uh, an old uh, Ford, uh, 68 Ford, um, with a, uh, I ran some bad gas through it, some old gas, and it looks like it's um, coated the valves because it's been in the push runs. And uh, I pulled the push rods out, put a new set in, and it started up and run, but it bent them again. So basically, I need somebody that um, can pull the heads, I guess. Um, and, or is there a way to clean that off, the varnish on the valve stem? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this happens a lot, believe me. It, this This happens a lot. There used to be a company called Motor Purr. Motor-Purr, P-U-R-R. Mm-hmm. And they used to have a r- small um, glass jar of a red substance that you could put in your gas tank or in your oil. And that red substance, um, I'm told, is methyl ethyl ketone, which is a very bad chemical. However, <laughs> if you can find a bottle of Motor-Purr on the Internet... Uh, or if you could buy two bottles of motor per on the internet, I'd dump those in a fresh five quarts of oil, and uh, I'm quite comfortable 
that uh, you could clean the, the the valves are hanging up in the valve guides. Right. And that's causing the valve to hang open, and that's what's and then the piston collides with the valve and bends your push rods. So um, the other thing that you can do is is you can take the valve spring off. You air up the cylinder. You pull the spark plug and air up the cylinder. You take the valve spring off, and uh, you open and close the valve manually, and you feed some kind of a caustic cleaner down the, the like carburetor cleaner down that valve until it opens and closes nice. And that's pretty labor intensive. That's going to be, gosh, two hours aside. So if you got a V8 in that baby, you could be spending somewhere around four or five hundred dollars. Um, that's going to be small compared to pulling the heads off and having them gone through. But what part of town do you live in? And I can give you an idea of, of who might, might be able to handle this for you. It's in Glendale, and um, it's on a uh, actually on a boom truck. So there's a problem with like fitting into somebody's shop. You know, it's it's like okay. overheight. It's well, flatbed. Yeah. yeah, the the boom truck doesn't present a problem for us. We have 14 foot doors, and and okay. if that boom truck is is under 44,000 gross, I can actually pick it up off the ground. But really and truly, that kind of a truck would be done in the parking lot of the shop anyway. I think you should go talk to Mike's Auto Tech. Uh, he's in Glendale, okay. and Mike is a very good guy. And uh, Mike knows Mike is certainly capable of pulling those heads off and sending them to a machine shop, and they're going to take all the valves out. And you know what? Mike may not send it to the machine shop other than have it washed. He may have the head washed, bring it back. He may pull all the valves. He may just wire brush the stems on all of them, get all that varnish off there, put them all back in, and put the heads back on. Mm-hmm. I would suggest that you probably want to take the next step, and that's have a machine shop take a finished cut on the heads to make sure they're flat, and have the machine shop put um, a solvent behind each valve to make sure that they're seated in the in the guides or in the uh, seats real well. I I and I think Mike would suggest that too. Let's go ahead and have let's have a cursory inspection done at the machine shop. Let's take off a thousandth or two um, on the heads to make sure they're flat, and and then let's move on from there. So all the way from Mike pulling the valves and wire brushing them all the way to the machine shop checking them out, that's your spread. But, yes, this can be fixed with not major dollars. And when I say major dollars, I'm talking this isn't going to be $1,000. This won't be a $1,000 repair. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I, I, uh, it's, it's exhaust valves that are hanging, so they get hot and then, you know, they stick. And these are, yeah. got, it's this old FE390, so it's got double valve springs they're monster i'm really amazed that it would do that but you know it's a fresh build so the tolerances are probably tight well and then like you said the valve gets hot and expands Mm -hmm. and then if old gasoline was used then that creates a lot of varnish and so you know we're only we want clearances of one or two thousandths of an inch in the valve guide and two thousandths is the thickness of a very thin hair off the top of your head and so it doesn't take much varnish you know, to cause a problem. So right. it's, uh, it can, you know, I've successfully, our shop has successfully, you know, uh, flushed the valves from the top end without pulling the heads. Um, but we've only been maybe 50-50. So 50% of the time we're unsuccessful and we have to pull the heads. And 50% of the time we're successful. So I, I can tell you right now it's the flip of a coin. Yeah, I think it'd be best just pull them and be done with it and get it right. Make sure I don't uh, let the gas sit too long <laughs> again. Now, it, I mean, oh. if you put stabilizer in, does that keep the gas from turning south on you? Or I'm sure yeah, it helps. yeah, 
Yeah, I'm, yes. Any kind of a stable problem, stabilizer, mm-hmm. fuel stabilizer. Um, and, and, and I would try to store it full of gas as I could. So I don't want the moisture in there from a half a tank or a quarter tank. So a fuel stabilizer, and then every once in a while put in a can of gas. Go down to Pep Boys and look through their gasoline additives and find that the additive that has the most alcohol because alcohol absorbs 40, weight, 40 times its weight in water. So you want the gasoline additive with the most alcohol to sup up the water that's in the tank and then a little bit of stable that keeps the gasoline fresh and your home free. All right. Thank you very much, David. The lines are open. 602. Thank you, David. 602-508-0960. I'm Mark Salem. We'll be back right after this. Hello. I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran quality transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is when you bring your car or truck to quality transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Do you know one of the biggest fears of Christian business owners and CEOs? It's the fear of losing their freedom to express their faith in the workplace. Here is Terrence Chapman of FCCI to explain. Kelly Shackelford, he's the president of First Liberty Institute. It's one of the foremost experts on religious freedom in the U.S. Do you know how far you can go in expressing your faith at work? Do you know your constitutional rights? What are your freedoms when it comes to religious expression at your business? I strongly encourage you to join me, Kelly Shackelford, and a host of other well-known Christian business leaders as we converge at the Ritz-Carlton in Sarasota, Florida in September. We will give you biblically-based strategies to impact your employees and your company's influence for Christ. To book your place at the FCCI Business Leadership Conference, go to FCCI.org. That's the Fellowship of Companies for Christ International. Go to FCCI.org now and book your seat. Will your company be part of the solution? Come to the FCCI Business Leadership Conference September 18th through the 22nd. You don't want to miss it. Go to FCCI.org now. 
Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. We've got callers, but let me tell you real quick about Larry Harker's Auto Repair, 38th Avenue and Indian School. What's special about them is Larry Harker's Auto has one of the best diagnosticians I've ever met in my life. He is a guy that can fix just about anything. When you go to Larry Harker's Auto, they do fast and affordable services. They do auto electrical work, vehicle emissions. They do equipment to repair all kinds of leaks and vacuum leaks and fuel pumps and all that other kind of stuff. But Bob is really good at tracking down problems nobody else can find. I sent them a car not too long ago. Actually, it was a truck, and Bob fixed it to the surprise of me and the customer. So if you're looking for somebody to really do a good diagnosis on your car and no one else has been able to fix it, I think you have to drive to 38th Avenue and Indian School. Talk to Bob at Larry Harker's Auto Service. Let's go to the phones. Jim, thank you for holding. How can I help you today? Uh, I have a little bit of strange request for you, Mark. I'm trying okay. to find a mechanic that is very, very good at working on Pontiac Motors, V8s especially. I would like him to come to my residence if possible and teach me or show me how to rebuild one of my engines um i i jim i i can't help you with that um uh, one of the things that that that's open to you is is the mobile technician kind of guys and i've been in this business 37 years and i've never seen a mobile guy last longer than two years and in reality, the mobile guy, if he's really good, he'd be working for me making fifty to $100,000 a year. <laughs> so he wouldn't be driving around doing that. Um, let me offer you something different. Sure. Um, there's East Valley Institute has an automotive program. Why don't you sign up for that and Valley. take a semester's worth of classes at the East Valley Institute? Now, Glendale Community College also has a fine automotive group. And they do Chevy Fords and Dodges. And then Gateway at 40th Street in Washington, they do the import stuff. So oh, you'd either okay. go to, you'd go to uh, Glendale Community or East Valley Institute. And I think you'd probably be best served there by guys that know what they're doing. Okay. Now, okay. another thing you could do is, is you could volunteer at a local machine shop and say, I'll do all your parts washing. I'll do your cleaning. I'll come in and work four hours on a Saturday as long as I can watch you guys for a while and learn from you guys for a while. And if you buy me lunch, then I want to work for you for free, but I want to learn. <laughs> okay. And, um, and, you know, I've had that happen to me, and I raised, I, I grabbed the guy, and I says, I haven't, I've I just pulled his butt right on in the shop. So those are the options I think you have. Thank you very much, sir. All right. Thank you, Jim. Leonard, you're up next. How can I help you today, Leonard? Well, Mark, I've got an 05 Chrysler 300 with 140,000 miles on it, and it has a terrible vibration in certain driving conditions. Like, it, it goes away if I'm accelerating, and if I let off the gas, and it's like under 40 miles an hour, it just vibrates like crazy. 
And now okay. another bit, uh, interesting point is if I'm in drive and I'm coasting and I bump it to fourth gear, the tack doesn't change at all, but the vibration goes away almost completely. When you go into when you go in out of fourth into high, the vibration goes away. No, when it, when I, when I'm in high, it's vibrating, and then okay. when I bump it to fourth, it like ninety percent of it goes away until I come to a stop, and then I have the vibration again. Okay, I'm gonna make a wild guess that you have a bad torque converter, and I want you to manually shift the car for the next week and I want you to start in first go to second go to third go to fourth I want you to stay completely out of overdrive and if the problem completely goes away then the lockup portion of your converter is bad and at 140,000 miles you're gonna have a tough decision to make am I gonna go in and do 800 to a thousand dollars worth of work now or do I just double that and have them rebuild my transmission and give me a new converter at the same time double it plus Right. And that's going to be the hard part. Now, the, the Lord might make make your decision for you because once we determine it's a converter, then we pull the pan and it's full of metal, we, then that decision's made. you got to rebuild this this transmission because we aren't going to put a converter in it because that converter's come apart and spilled the whole transmission full of metal. Right. So, But I think if you manually shift it, and 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 you and you don't have the vibration and then after 3 4 5 days you then go to your normal drive overdrive position and the vibration comes back then you have done a perfect job in isolating it to the torque converter okay so manually shift it for the next 3 or 4 days yep yep okay and, and don't then... go into overdrive don't go into high you're going to just manually shift 1 2 3 and 4 yes you're not going to go into the overdrive. But maybe it's one, two, three, and then it goes to overdrive. I want you to stay in one, two, three. And that's just going going um, on the acceleration. So when I slow down, I don't have to downshift. Um, no, but you can downshift. That's okay with me. So okay. as you slow down, you pull in into second, and then you pull. Then just before you come to a stop, you pull in into first, and you stop. And if you're not in first, then go ahead and go to first. And then when the light turns green, you accelerate pop it to second accelerate pop it to third leave it there as you drive so then after those few days i just keep it in the regular drive or See or if the problem uh, reappears okay then it's Alrighty. the then it's the torque converter yeah i am i'm going to be 75% sure that it's a torque converter if what the test I just gave you to run shows that when you're manually shifting it, there is no vibration, and then once you start putting it into drive overdrive, normal drive position, then the vibration comes back, then I'm 75 to 85% sure that you have a bad converter. Awesome. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for calling, Leonard. Brian, you're up next. Brian, how can I help you today? Uh, thank you, Mark. I was calling about my 2012 Jeep Wrangler. Um, just over probably the, uh, the last month and a half, as I come up to a stop sign or a stoplight, um, probably one out of ten times it will stall out on me. And I've noticed when I accelerate it, when I'm having the issue, when it stalls, sometimes it will sputter a little bit. I took it into a garage to have it diagnosed. Um, they had the same issue happen to them, uh, but they said when it would stall out on them, the diagnostic would, um, I guess, turn off on them, and it wasn't giving them any feedback. I was hoping maybe you could give me some feedback or give me some advice on that. Okay. I'm not going to drive your car with a scanner on it. That's a waste of time. 
Okay. Um, what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to I'm going to do the necessary test to determine if this is a spark problem or a fuel problem, and I can promise you, I'm 100% sure it's one or the other. Okay. So I would say to you, hey, um, Brian, I want you to keep the tank between three quarters and full. I don't want you to let it drop down, and then I want to know if that changes the way that this is dying and stalling. Then I want you to run down on a quarter tank to about an eighth of a tank, and I want you to ten, then tell me, does that change the dying and stalling? Then I want you to bring it in, and I'm going to disconnect your EGR valve and plug it, and then I want you to drive it normally and see if that changes it. Then I want you to take it to a self-serve car wash and lift the hood, and I want you to just to gently spray that RO water all over the engine, and I'm getting all the ignition system wet. And then I want you to drive it and see what happens. <laughs> Right. And when we're done, when we're done, I'm going to know if it's spark or fuel, and then I'll be able to find it and fix it. But that's the first thing that has to happen: is are we dying? Now, let me ask you this: Will the Jeep Wrangler do 70, 80, 90 miles an hour? Yes, and there's no issue. But that at 70 okay. or 80, I'm absolutely fine once I'm fully accelerated. Okay, that that tells you and I that the fuel supply is not the problem. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> because because if fuel supply was a problem, it'd do 41, but not 45. You see okay. my point? Okay. Yep. So that still doesn't mean you shouldn't check the fuel filter to make sure it's good. But I think we're going to have to move to the ignition side. And on the ignition side, we have a crankshaft sensor, we have an ignition module, and we have a coil. And those are the three suspects. Okay. The ignition module, the coil and the crankshaft sensor. And those are the three big, big dogs that we're going to look at. And there may be some guessing there. It may be a situation where um, I'm going to try a coil, and I'm going to loan you the coil. You don't have to pay for it. I'm going to loan it to you for four or five days. And if it fixes it, I'm going to charge you this. And if it's not, I'm going to charge you labor to put in and, and take it out, and I'm going to charge you $3 to rent it. And you can okay. say yes or no. All right. And then the crankshaft sensor is, is at 140,000. How many miles were on that? Uh, 60, 66,000. Okay. So if I'm going to put a crankshaft sensor in and I'm going to say, here's the parts and labor, I'm not going to take it out. This is a guess, but mm -hmm. we're only talking about three opportunities. And the same way with the module. I'm probably going to loan you the module for three or four days, charge you in and out labor, but I'll, I, that way you don't have to pay for the module. I'll loan you one. So gotcha. that's okay. kind of how it happens. All righty? All right. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, good luck to you. All righty. Hey, Gil. Roger, how are you, Roger? What can we do for you? Yes, you hit the nail on the head when you were talking about the brake system and pushing the piston in and getting the fluid back into the master cylinder. I missed that bike, but by a couple of days, uh, okay. I, pull out, I pull out some fluid out of the reservoir. reason I did it that way, I saw a guy do it 10, 10 years ago at, at one of the brake shops. He did it the same way, and I've done it since then, and I've never had any problems. But what happened, I took some fluid out of the reservoir, not enough, and it overflowed, and, and it dripped into the ABS block the electronic part of the abs okay and i rinsed it out and i let it dry for a couple days and i have no no brakes at all uh, the lights don't come on the abs lights were coming on now they don't come on after i rinsed it out the, the little donut the little pump on top that has the two wires coming out should that be 12 volts reading because I, well, I took the fuses no, and i don't have isn't that the level sensor it's it's like a it's like a little black donut that sits on top of the ABS block, and it has the two wires coming out into a pretty heavy wire, pretty heavy gauge wire. So okay. I, I think it's the power to the, the pump.
Well, what kind? What kind? <laughs> I don't think so. But what, what kind of car is it? It's a 2002 Ford Escape. Uh, I think those two wires and that black connection on top of that ABS, and I don't think that's an ABS pump either, or that that that's an ABS module. Um, I I think that's a brass colored device with all the hoses connected to it. Yes or no? Uh, it it has the the, the wire, um, the metal uh, brake lines going to it. It's got about five, yeah. four or five of them going okay, to that's it. And a, it, all right. it. It's got plastic underneath it, and it's got a uh, a, a Molex wire, and I can't get that the block out. Okay. Well, I think that's the distribution block, and I think that the the switch that you're talking about underneath that little black rubber donut is is the proportioning switch. So when you apply the brakes, we should have power going to, or we should have fluid going to both sides of that, which keeps the pin centered, which keeps the light off. When you bleed the brakes, oftentimes that 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 switch will swing left or swing right, and you'll get the light, the the red brake light, and it's saying, hey, I have uneven pressure to the front and the rear brakes. So you, there's no way you can test that light. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're, you, well, you can, but I don't want you to do it because okay. the possibility exists that you could cause a problem. So okay. if I were doing it, I know I think I could test that. And what I would probably do is, is I'd take a bunch of fluid out of one of the fronts and then see if the light comes on, and, and it should. And then you take fluid out of the rears, and it should recenter that pin, and then the light should go out. So that's an easy way that you can do it. I've okay. only, I don't have much time, but I'll finish this conversation if you'll email me, Mark at MarkSalem.com. All right, so I'm sorry, I just don't have enough time, and I'm only about 22 seconds away from having to end the show. Nevertheless, Mark at MarkSalem.com, Mark at MarkSalem.com. That's for anybody. If you have a car question, you can just send me an email, and if you'll give me your phone number and tell me what time to call you, I call from a blocked line for obvious reasons. So if you get a blocked number at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, that's probably going to be me. I'm Mark Salem. I'll be here next Saturday from 10 to 12. God bless you. Drive safely. Drive with your seatbelt on, and I'll see you next Saturday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.